Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful start to your Thursday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, the new podcast with Stephen Tolbert and Chris Willis, all at BatteryPower.com, at Battery, Battery Power SBN, across all forms of social media, as well as free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just make sure you hit that subscribe button. And you'll be able to get the latest content when it is available. Again, my name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So Wednesday was an opportunity for the Braves to be able to emerge from what, what, what had been a very exciting uh, few days on and off the field. Obviously, the extension for Austin Riley seemed to be something that many across the organization, obviously many across Braves country, loved to see. Obviously, some significant moves made by the Braves at the trade deadline, uh, bringing in several new folks uh, that you know will continue to make their debuts as we go over the next few days. Robbie Grossman making his debut last night. Uh, you know, the first time he had an at bat, it wound up with a double. So great to see him getting off to a good start. But of course, also on the field. The Braves were in the midst, were starting a very important stretch of games in which they were going to be playing seven games with an off day in between, but seven games between Tuesday and Sunday between two other playoff teams, or at least playoff hopefuls. The Mets likely are in the playoffs. The Phillies are fighting for a final playoff spot, but it's a very, a very tough stretch of games against NL Division foes for the Braves. Obviously, they got off to a great start with things on Tuesday night. And it looked like, it looked like on Wednesday afternoon, the Braves had a good chance of potentially sweeping the Phillies in this two-game series. Charlie Morton could not have been more excellent. Dueling Zach Wheeler, who, as we've discussed before, has arguably been the toughest arm the Braves have faced in terms of success against over the past few seasons. But Charlie Morton was right there, pitch for pitch, with Zach Wheeler. Overall, Charlie Morton went 6.2 innings, gave up only three hits, one walk, eight strikeouts. This is his first start in August. Coming off of July, in which he had, um, in which he was averaging 10.5 strikeouts per nine innings, a 3.30 ERA. Now the Braves aren't having a lot of success in Morton starts, and the reason why is because it seems to be pretty consistent that Morton will give a good start, and then the bullpen. Unfortunately, this is one of the games where the bullpen struggles. In this case. Dylan Lee actually did pretty good in his outing. It was just simply he got the ground ball that he needed. Good hustle by um, JT Real Muto allowed for him to beat out the throw. It was at first, it was in the top of the eighth inning. It was at first, it looked like it was going to be a double play ball, and it was originally called a double play to end the inning. But the Phillies challenge, the review showed that Real Muto was safe. It was one-to-one, and then Nick Castellanos came up and hit a three-run homer off of Colin McHugh. So it was just, it was one unlucky development with the reverse call and one bad pitch from McHugh. The Braves couldn't make up for it in their final two at-bats, and they lost three-to-one. But overall, I mean, these things happen. These type of games happen. I do understand it's the continued theme of the Braves 
in-day games, in-series finales. At this point, you just hope that that streak snaps or that, that, that bad luck snaps before we get to the postseason. But at the end of the day, one-on-one versus the Phillies, you're now three and a half games against the Mets going into you know this pivotal five games and four-day series. But at the end of the day, the Braves... I, these games happen. I know I keep saying that, but there's nothing really to explain. The bullpen had a bad game. Charlie Morton was excellent. It's great to see Orlando Arcia, who has now hit home runs in two consecutive games. It's great to see his bat get going. And the Braves definitely are in a position to now where they've got Grossman, who's coming to the fold, Ira Adrianza, Raziel Iglesias, as well as um, uh, Jacob Rizzi. They should be available all for the Mets series. So, you know, the Braves, again, not the best of developments on Wednesday, but they are getting reinforcements to be ready to go against the Mets in what could be a very pivotal series for the rest of the season starting tonight. So now the time has arrived that many of us have probably been waiting for over the past few weeks. Obviously, the Braves haven't overlooked who they have played, though again, the day game series finale struggles continue. But the Braves are now going are now on their way to New York. They probably have already arrived. But they're going to be taking on the Mets in what will be a critical five-game series. This is very similar to last season. I believe last season the Braves went into the trade deadline five games against the Mets. It was a nine-game stretch against the Mets and the Phillies. I believe either three and a half or four games behind the Mets. Wound up going three and two in that series. Really didn't make up a lot of ground, but they also did not put themselves so far behind that it was just going to be a very hard climb to get back into the division race. And that's what you're hoping from this series. That's really what your focus is if you're the Braves in this series. Yes, you're down three and a half games, but if you can simply win two and hopefully three or more, then you're still not coming out of this series, you know, in a position where there's an insurmountable lead for the Mets. At the end of the day, I do think that the Braves and Mets are going to come down to that final series of the season, but over the next few weeks, there's nine games, so the Braves absolutely have every opportunity in front of them to really be able to make some up some ground against New York. Another fun development is, as I mentioned in the first segment, we already know that Robbie Grossman has arrived with the team, uh, Ira Adrianza, Jake Odorizzi have arrived, and Rysel Iglesias will be joining the team in New York. Another key development is that Kirby Yates has pitched back-to-back days in Gwinnett, been successful, no runs, over two scoreless innings. There's a good chance that he could make his Braves debut in this series as well. And why that's so important in my opinion, and why the Braves were willing to trade away Will Smith and why they were okay with taking on the future contract commitments of Rysel Iglesias and why it's great to see Kirby Yates arriving in Atlanta is that the Braves are now fully focused on putting together a roster that's going to succeed in the playoffs. And whether that's through them winning the division, that obviously is going to be, you know, uh, that's going to be a significant, it's going to put them in a significantly better position if they win the division than if they don't. But the big key about the Braves acquiring Iglesias and getting Kirby Yates added to the bullpen, at least in the present, is the strikeout potential that this bullpen now has. Last season, and during the regular season, the Braves' bullpen had a 9.01 strikeout per nine innings rate, which was 18th in the majors among, uh, which was 18th among major league bullpens. 
This season, the Braves have a 10.29 strikeout rate for the bullpen. That's tied for the Major League lead. The other team that they're tied with is the New York Mets. The Braves are one of the best examples in recent memory in how from last year's regular season, they significantly increased their strikeout rate. The bullpen struck out batters at a lot more frequent rate in the playoffs than they did the regular season. That's why the ninth shift was so successful. Well, now with the inclusion of Iglesias as well as Kirby Yates to what the Braves already have, the strikeout potential of this year's bullpen is significantly higher right now than last year's bullpen. And the Braves know that not only is that successful towards the end of the season in the stretch run, but it's especially successful in the playoffs. So the Braves adding two very productive, not only bullpen arms, but also arms that can lead to strikeouts, that could play a huge role not only in the series, but also as the season goes along and especially in whatever place the Braves finish for the playoffs. So that's a big key in my opinion, from the for, for the acquisition of uh, Rysel Iglesias and also the arrival of Kirby Yates. But it all starts tonight. And obviously the way that the games are going to go is that the Braves and uh, Mets will play, you know, obviously tonight, Kyle Wright versus Carlos Carrasco. And then tomorrow night, the Braves will play again against the Mets in the night game. On Saturday, it'll be a doubleheader. And then on Sunday, it'll wrap up the series. And there are some exciting, exciting potential matchups in this series. While it's not necessarily announced, two will be starting on Saturday and Sunday. We could potentially see Max Freed versus Max Scherzer once again. And then on Sunday, we could see Spencer Strider versus Jacob DeGrom. But it all starts tonight. And, and the big thing for the Braves is this, is that we've all discussed how much they've struggled on Sundays. They've struggled in the series finales. They've struggled in day games. But the Braves have been very good in the first game of series over the past few months. That's a big key. Get the first game. Get the first game. Kyle Wright has been outstanding as of late. He's really settled into a groove where, you know, at some point in time, he's going to have an inning of struggles and he may give up a run or two, but there also is the potential to where he can work out of jams. He's consistently been giving the Braves six to seven innings, two, maybe three runs or less earned. He's put the Braves' offense in a position to where if they can have success early, Kyle Wright will be able to limit the opposition and get the job done. And obviously then hand it off to a bullpen that should have some reinforcements. Kirby Yates may not necessarily be available tonight, but he should be available later on. Perhaps Iglesias, you may not see Yates or Iglesias, but also you didn't see um, you know, Tyler Matzik or Kenley Jansen or others yesterday. So the Braves should have plenty of bullpen success, especially if, or plenty of bullpen availability, especially if Kyle Wright can once again go six or seven innings. But a quality start from Kyle Wright, the Braves offense being able to, to get back to the production that it showed on Tuesday night, those developments will be great for the Braves to be able to get game one of this series. And if they can, if they can, That'll be an excellent development because if the Braves can win one, possibly two, by Saturday, that'll make this series successful in my opinion. And also, obviously, it'll put the Braves in a good position, especially with Serger and DeGrom waiting this weekend. Of course, 
Keep it here on the Daily Hammer as well as at BatteryPower.com and at BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media. We'll have the latest for you on the Hammer when it comes to the podcast network, plus all the great written content through BatteryPower.com. You can find the Battery Power Podcast Network free on all podcast platforms. Just hit the subscribe button. That'll give you the latest content when it's available. My name's Sean Coleman. It is a big series. It's a big, big series, especially when you consider the fact that the Braves are trying to make up room in the NL East, but it's always a big series when it comes to the Braves against one of their NL East rivals. Hope you enjoy it. Hopefully, we'll be able to see some success. I'll be honest with you. A big, big step in the right direction for the Braves will be Ronald Acuna Jr. having an excellent game to start off the series. Perhaps he can find his groove over the weekend, and that could really be the boost the Braves need to win this series against the Mets. Until next time, we'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer. <laughs> <laughs>